This is JFM Podcast. We bring politics, operations right to your comfort zone, home and abroad. We keep you abreast of everything that relates to decision making and more. The solution is basically that those who are presently in government must listen. They must listen to citizens. They must listen to experts. There is no point in this arrogance. Join the impeccable duo of Ponsak Fanap and Obayemi Akiyode on Nigeria at Sunset. Mondays through Fridays, 5 to 6 p.m. on J101.9 FM. Welcome to the program, Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jaws. Um, well, I hope you are having a very good day. Uh, the day started well. It started with the rain. We had showers of blessing uh, this morning, and it continued until uh, like midday. But uh, it's warm right now, and the sun is very brilliant. Today is the 22nd day in the month of September 2021. Um, so much to be thankful for, if you ask me. Uh, well, I don't know what it is that uh, you're going through, but uh, gratitude, they say, is a must. So uh, we give thanks for every situation. We give thanks. Uh, the best way to live is in Thanksgiving. Well, a uh, lot of stories uh, happening. Recall that the um, Senate has pushed or assigned the loan request from uh, Mr. Preston to its uh, Senate committee on uh, local and foreign debt to look into it. Well, yesterday I did say that uh, former President Obasanjo uh, really lambasted uh, the Boire administration over the uh, you know, debt that uh, the administration, you know, is collecting. But, you know, he's wanting to collect debt, but is another to provide, to use the money judiciously. Uh, here, what we just can do is to make sure that uh, uh, the um, money is being accounted for. Uh, well, that is just our job. Uh, and trust me, we are going to do that. Lot of stories happening. They the, yesterday there was protests. Uh, uh, pen, police uh, pensioners yesterday uh, protested, asking that they be removed uh, from Pencom. Well, uh, as two lecturers are saying, that we don't want IPPIS. Uh, and even, you know, that's ASU, and then you have SANU, and then you have a lot of other uh, groups and organizations, union, labor union uh, in Nigeria's tertiary institution. A lot of, you know, just uh, problems, I would say, left, right, center, whatever, you know, you uh, um, you go to, uh, you see problems. Well, Northern elders have given condition for Southerner to become uh, the next president, Hakim Baba Ahmed, the mouthpiece for the Northern Elders Forum. 
has given some conditions for a politician from the South to become the next uh, president. Let me quote him verbatim. Uh, he said, you cannot threaten us with violence and intimidation. We can read the Constitution. We know what it takes to be the president. You have to score at least 25% in 24 states. There are no 24 states in the North, uh, which means no northerner can become president unless he gets support from the southern part of the country. By the same token, no southerner can become president unless he gets support from the north. We understand this. We are not ignorant. We know there will be a time when someone from the south will become president, but it must be a president that will emerge through the political and electoral process. He must be a president that southerners and northerners both alike, uh, both alike and vote to make him Oha president. He must be a Nigerian president, not an ethnic president, not a regional president, not a religious president. Hakim Baba Ahmed has been one of you know President Buhari's uh, strong critic, despite being from the same region as the president. Uh, but he has lambasted uh, the president. You know, uh, even the late Junaid Mohammed, if you recall, uh, has really been on the been on the matter and the case of this administration. The late Junaid Mohammed, God rest his soul. Uh, a lot of, you know, other prominent voices show Sani who moved from the PRP uh, to the People's Democratic Party some time ago. Uh, a move that his critics, you know, say that he's not different from Nigerian politicians. Uh, well, I did say here that Femi Fani Kaudi said, what is poly, uh, principle without power? What is principle without power? So that is very, very phenomenal. I mean, when I heard that uh, statement. Well, this evening, um, we're going to talk about the uh, issue that happened at the Plateau State Polytechnic. Yesterday, the uh, state government, through its Commissioner for Information, Honorable Daniel Dan Manjang, put out a statement initial to say no student lost their lives. Uh, but moments after, you know, uh, uh, he did fact, fact check and not everybody, you know, makes mistakes. And he came out to say that, you know, we had indeed one student uh, lost their lives, you know, at the protests uh, by the Plateau State Polytechnic. I learned that uh, for some who have been, uh, there are students who have been in ND1 for two years, uh, owing to the fact that last year there was a lockdown and, of course, the incessant strike action embarked by uh, the uh, institution's teachers, especially its union. Uh, well, I have an insert from the governor of Kaduna State, Malam Nasir Erofai, you know, blaming uh, lack of political will, you know, to end uh, some of the merits of problem we have in our country. When I come back, I have the SUG um, uh, and from Plateau State Polytechnic, and we're going to look into uh, some of the issues. The STF, you know, has uh, hasn't come out to say yes, indeed, we take responsibility or denying uh, what happened. But uh, while well, we're going to listen from the students. Uh, after this insert. Stay here. Mr. Vice President's continuing journey on our human capital development in Nigeria. I represent the Northwest Zone in the Human Capital Development Council. And as you know, our part of the country is afflicted with the highest numbers of out-of-school children, some of the highest poverty rates, and some of the highest dropout rates in our schools. As if that is not enough, many of our schools are now closed due to the insecurity around our boarding schools. In most of the states of the Northwest, schools have been closed for a while, while security operations are taking place, making our educational situation even worse. Our health statistics are no better. When you disaggregate the data, the national data, into zones and regions, it is clear that most of southern Nigeria have statistics that are middle-income country in nature, while most of the northwest have 
human development indices that are closer to those of Afghanistan. Our region is in crisis, and this is why you will notice that only the Northwest has its highest representations of governors or deputy governors here. I am here, my elder brother, the deputy governor of Kassina State is here because this subject is very, very important to us. It is what keeps us awake at night. We have the largest population of any geopolitical zone in the country. That is both a blessing and a curse. A blessing if we keep the population healthy and educate the children and give them skills for the future. A curse if they are not educated, if they are not healthy and they feel hopeless. This is what we are seeing with our insecurity. Most of the bandits we arrest have never gone to school. They have no notion of religion, whether Christianity or Islam. And they have no hope. If we don't invest in education, healthcare, nutrition and skill, our situation will just get worse. This is why I must pay compliments to His Excellency the Vice President for being at the lead in getting the political attention needed to address this challenge. Because it's all about political will, ladies and gentlemen. We've spoken here, there is a clear strategy, all talk, talked about implementation. If we all agree that human capital is so important, why are we so backwards? Why are state governments not budgeting at least 25%, 26% for education and 15% for healthcare as recommended? by UN agencies. And when these monies are budgeted, why are they not spent in the right way? The reason is very simple. Politicians have a four-year election cycle, but education is a generational investment. So is healthcare. It takes 30 years for the results of investment in education to show. But building roads, building secretariats are clearly evident. So politicians tend to ignore education and healthcare for the reason that when you educate a child, the results show long after you leave office. And for healthcare, if you don't invest, people die. They say it's an act of God. It is not because of poor healthcare that people die. It's when your time is your time, you die. Your Excellencies, ladies and gentlemen, in my humble opinion, the most important target of this messaging are political leaders. The strategy is clear. The communication, yes, can be improved. We can work on the demand side of human capital development services. We can work on the supply side. But until and unless our political leaders realize the imperative of taking very difficult decisions for today so that generations will benefit, will not make any progress. In Kaduna State, we took very difficult decisions to clean up our classrooms, not only using brick and mortar, providing toilets, water, and so on, but the most important component of education, which is the teacher. We sacked 22,000 teachers because they were unqualified. I was told that I would never win my re-election. We said we'd do it anyway. If we lose elections so that we can give children hope, it will be worth losing. But we won. Dr. Cheji Osho here, Senator Cheji Osho, worked on basic healthcare provision fund because that will put all the states on the path of universal health coverage. It's still work in progress, but at least something has been started. But how many states have contributory health insurance schemes? What is the extent of coverage of the national health insurance scheme? These are all measures or indices of political will. It is not that people don't want education. It is not that people don't want health care. It is because we, as political leaders, run away from difficult strategic decisions and tend to focus on populist firefighting actions. We need to do the right thing. I thank all our development partners for all the support they have been giving us. In Kaduna State, we would not have done the things we did without the support of the UK government, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Damkote Foundation, and others. We would not have been able to do anything. But they support us because we are willing to take risks, political risks. And I want to call on all of us to continue this conversation and continue to put pressure not just on the demand and supply sides of human capital, health, education, nutrition, and so on, Yeah, well, that was uh, <coughs> Governor of Kaduna State, Governor uh, Nasser Arafai, uh, you know, giving the indices about what's going on, education, and, you know, what to view in the north. Uh, in case you just tune in, the program is Nigeria at Sunset. My name is Ponsak Fanab.
uh, and of course is your darling station J101.9. I have Mr. Moses William Vo. He's the I learned that they don't have SUG uh, elected SUG, but uh, he's a caretaker. He's going to clarify that. Good evening, and thank you for coming, uh, uh, Mr. You. Moses. Thank you very much, sir. So, are you the elected SUG or caretaker? Well, uh, let me clarify it here. Yeah. I am the outgoing SUG president of Plato, yes, okay. of Plato State Polytechnic. Okay. Uh, my time by the constitutions of the student union government. I exhausted my time and the student, the legislative arm of the union mm. dissolved me a week, sorry, last week and some days. Okay. Precisely. Well, talk to us about, you know, what happened Monday morning, what happened uh, that one student, you know, lost his life or her life, what happened? Okay. Uh, actually, uh, the students on reaching to school campus or uh, to school, to write their final exam that's for those in ND1 and HND1 as well as uh, let's make it it is a second semester exam second semester second semester but I stressed on the fact that the ND1 ND2 and HND2 uh, it is their graduating uh, session however on reaching the school discover that that the academic staff union uh, embarked on a strike. So it wasn't planned? It wasn't planned. It was, the you only know, you came to school and you just saw that, uh, that, you know, there was, uh, the school was locked. Exactly. So the student, actually the gate is not locked. The student went in and discovered okay. and they were told that the uh, uh, exam would not take place because the academic staff union are on strike. Meanwhile, we know, uh, meanwhile last week, there has been so many rumors about that and that I... Uh, the, the union leaders went on air, they clarified, telling, uh, they actually threatened to embark on strike on Friday last week. And uh, since after that, we have not received any other from the, uh, from the academic staff. Academic staff. Exactly. So, uh, I mean, since it wasn't planned, why do you guys choose to go on a rampage? Because uh, I know the protest is a planned thing. You plan a protest uh, demanding, giving your demands to be met. Well, actually, let's say that uh, it wasn't a planned protest, per se. Uh, the student on reaching and discover that, I know because of the some of them like uh, i am inclusive we have tested for so long due to the COVID 19. how long how long last year we know that uh, the school were closed down for that's much to december not until december 2nd the government of the state they uh, declared that all schools open which we could not resume immediately on not until 27th of january that uh, activities uh, took play, uh, uh, resumed uh, yeah. yes resumed so while after resumption we were able to finish our first semester but uh, on resuming back the second semester uh, precisely uh, that's a 20 uh, 27th May or sorry rather 23rd May and we discovered that uh, we were hearing other rumors that the ASUP national wants to embark on a strike on the 6th when they issue a, pr a press statement of course it happens so from april or not until uh, uh, july that we resumed again you see you, when you begin to calculate this period you see it's up to a year and then some months so, but the, I mean, what are the issues that uh, do you, are you aware of the issues that uh, ASUP is demanding from the state government, for example? Well, I the little that can be able to say is that uh, they are still fighting on the issue of uh, the Plaskeman scheme policy by the state government, uh, whereby the charges, the mode of the charges, is not uh, satisfied to them the policy. And as, as well, last year, or they are, they are saying last year, the salary, they have, the government have been deducting some of their uh, payment uh, from their money, their salary. Are you happy that, you know, uh, because 
deductions from their salary doesn't concern you directly as a student. It's not for uh, building more infrastructure in the school. Are you happy that what doesn't you know concern you is affecting your education uh, journey right now? Are you happy with that? Well, at this point in time, I would not. Especially want to, with ASUP. At this point in time, I would not want to delve into the whether it affects. But all in all, as students. All what we will need is to have that education. And what we have paid for, we need to enjoy the service we have paid for. So that issue, whether we are happy or not, I think that is an issue between the state, uh, the, 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 the staff and the government. But what I can be able to say is that uh, even the, the, the Bible actually made it, uh, whosoever that worked for it should get his entitlement. And then for such charges, uh, it is subject to agreement by the all. Okay. So I think... So I uh, talked to a lot of people have begin to raise questions about casualty figures. Uh, initially, the statement by the Honorable Commissioner for Information, uh, which he put out earlier saying that no student, you know, uh, lost their life. And he came back to say, no, uh, actually, after a fact check, uh, we realized as a government that uh, one student was shot at. Would you like to comment on that? Well, I let me say that uh, he... He actually says a uh, fact checked, and then he changes. He makes he makes his points clear at that point. If I even he did not go back to to make it clear to tell the whole world that uh, a student lost his life, I think that would have been an issue. But I uh, I am just shocked for him to say that after fact fact finding. Yeah, because he said. To, I mean, I spoke to him. I said, "Are you aware?" He said, "Yeah." Well, so at the time that the statement was put out, he said. Uh, when he put out that statement, there wasn't information whether a student to him. Uh, but then, you know, when he found out and the fact checking, he said that, okay, a student actually, you know, was uh, uh, shot out. So that's why he said, okay, we had, you know, and he admitted. Yes. Like I said, it's better he actually clarified it. If I didn't have not done so, you know, it would have been wrong. But uh, as he said, of course, we lost a student by name Pamt Devo. A student from a metallurgy department. In the, uh, With the uh, other man Yes, Barkin Lati. Okay. Yes. Uh, talk to us about, you know, STF. What happened that day that, you know, made the STF? Uh, because the story that we heard is that you people were pelting stones toward, at the STF uh, uh, people. What uh, exactly happened, you know, from your own perspective? Our students, we are students, we are... We have come to acquire knowledge. We have not come to. Uh, we are not terrorists, and uh, students only hold pen and, and book. Students cannot in any way begin to throw, uh, throw stone at the military. If those who are saying that thing are just cooking their own, but uh, what actually happened? Of course. The student, have, knowing when they realized that uh, school embarked on strike and then looking at some of the compounding issues they were having, like the long stay in the institution, you know, they'd find it, uh, it was very hurting. And they didn't fit to move around to follow the offices of the uh, people in concern. And I, that, as of that time, they have to move, they moved out, heading to secretariat, while others, of course, head to uh, House of Assembly. And on reaching there, I have to follow them. And when I went there, we met the permanent secretary. That's at the secretariat. Mm -hmm. While we were there, permanent secretary, permanent secretary, sorry, permanent secretary of higher education, higher education, higher education okay. which he addressed us. And then, and he, what did he say? He demanded that he want to have a briefing with the uh, student union government. Mm -hmm. And then, as of that point, we addressed the student to move back while we try to see how we settle. It was while we were having that briefing. Later on, we even moved to the to meet the head of service while we were there were called that uh, uh, the, the, the students were shot. Immediately we left the head of service. On reaching to the school, we noticed that uh, the STF, most especially the bikers, enters were even following students right into the school. Do you have it on film? Them. Sir? Do you have it on film, on camera? Do you yeah, that, uh, we have all those, uh, that, those videos. Yeah, but, but but the allegation is that you know uh, the STF the state put out by the statement put out by STF is that you shouldn't block public road. It's a public property. You don't have the right to block other people. I mean, you have right to protest. What the state government said that they don't want procession, uh, and you people you know broke the law. How, how does that make you feel? Well, I if government should come up with such policy, and then I want to say that the government should be able to do what it is expected to. 
there's no way you can be able to tell somebody you shouldn't protest where no no they said procession procession but okay. protest is allowed protest you know process protest i mean you can uh move right now to the state uh government house little rayfield mm-hmm. just stand in front of the gate you're protesting and the government don't have any issue uh but the government said that don't proceed don't move from point a to point b if i understand english you know very well yeah uh but uh, how does it make you feel that uh, number one you broke the law number two uh you disrupt you know business activity last m- just this two days ago uh and of course you know the unfortunate loss of life and the allegation somebody was traveling from uh just to lantang and he had to maneuver his way uh because he said the pro uh protest uh in haipang was getting violent well like i was trying to say of course uh if if really if really that's wonderful it's not good right for 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 a citizen to break the law but it is equally expected to as you who set the law should be able to do what is expected they knew they should have known before now that uh, if we stop this or maybe we are unable to meet the requirements of this uh, uh, academy staff union that this is what may result into and I'm looking at so you're blaming the state government well, what I'm saying is that proactive. everybody is at fault the state government is at fault and a f- student cannot just like that move out and begins to something might have done uh, happens but for how long that's why I'm, why I'm blame the government for how long a student even union a student union leader we have tried in some other times several times to meet with uh, them in concern to be used to bring some of these issues that students are, ch- uh, are facing in the institutions but I've not been given an audience to the student union government so the students are not actually seeing some of their challenges some of the situations are being met and so what do you expect when you have a father and the father is not listening to your challenges what do you do so it was out of frustration it's also out of frustration will you describe that as going on rampage or protest sir will you you know describe your action as going on a rampage or protest like i said i actually uh it was not a protest it was not a rampage at some point let's that's what i said it was actually an act just to tell every uh, people that this is dissatisfied this is what we are we are going to do have you had any meeting with the state government to press you know to say okay uh mr governor this is why we uh went out and this is the reason for our actions well sir yeah uh on that very day when we reported the issue we, we, we after our meeting with the head of service i let her move back when i equally escaped too from that same scene uh, you skip so you're saying that uh, you almost uh, was getting hurt of course of by course who? in fact by the same stf stf because when leaving to the when i left to the secretary alongside with some of the unions yeah. who went i went there to approach the the the, the, the at that just campus at just campus okay. here so that they can be able to cease fire on our students yeah. so that we see how we're going to address them mm. to move back in fact they pursued us they were even they beat some of the students union and they sent us away in fact towards in the situation to even the dean student affairs trying to uh, meet them too on the issue to beg them on that to cease fire they equally beat him and that was the situation there uh, yesterday so when i went the centers away went in trying to see how we come the student and they were coming in for the second time again that's the biker boys they, they were, were coming into your in. campus they enter inside the campus where they shooting shooting following the student even to the hostel really yeah well they should just by the hostel at that point yeah well they should even bullet or rubber bullet huh do you know whether they shot live bullet or rubber bullet oh, no it's a live bullet live bullet it's a live bullet. did he hit anybody that's you know, why just... they shot some students how many they students shot students and uh and, and just, just campus as yesterday as that very on monday i monday. entered i saw uh six students lying one the bullet already uh, uh, the shot the student on right on his, in his on his head and then one on his uh, stomach and one the bullet actually brushed a lady and mm. then but are they alive all of them are they alive well they are alive all of them they are still receiving treatment now it is only one student as uh, we said uh, from hyper that uh, lost his life mm-hmm. talk to us you know is, is there what is the government telling you about you know the strike a student because i can't imagine you spending a long time uh, for example in nd1 and of course you said even nd2 mm-hmm. uh, hnd2 as well mm-hmm. 
Well, uh, I think we had a meeting with the deputy governor on that very Monday, and I told them that the language that the student will be able to understand is to call them back and to write the exam so that they can be able to forge ahead. And that was it. And I'm shocked that uh, the following day, or that right that very day that the uh, Commission of Higher Education is saying that, uh, sorry, Commission of Information was yeah, telling the world that uh, uh, school resumed uh, the following day and exams, the student will start exam. Oh, that's what he said. Of course, that's what we that was going. Has on. the school been reopened? Not in at all. Nothing till date. In fact, the students are asked are asked now to leave to vacate hostels, which yesterday the they packed their things out of the hostels. Out of the hostels. Okay. Well, I've been having a chat with Moses Williams Vaux. He's the uh, past SUG president, Plateau State Polytechnic, and we're talking about what happened two days ago at the. Uh, just campus of the Plateau State Polytechnic and the one in uh, Birkenladi, Hepang, that is. Uh, well, you can join the conversation. You heard him. Uh, there are news making the round. People have called me to say how many students were shot dead. I said, I don't have that information. What I do know is that one student was shot, and he just uh, confirmed that. So you can join the conversation. We'd we'll love to hear from you. 090-9884-8848. We are on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash Jones. I just hope the network works today because yesterday was really terrible. So let's take the first call. Hello. Good evening. Thank you for calling. And your case. Yeah, uh, tell us your name and join the conversation, sir. This is Comrade Marambus Mandiu. Thank you for calling. Thank you for calling, sir. Well, it's quite unfortunate. You know, people are aggrieved. You know, uh, people know we are saddened with their new development. But Unprofessionalism, I will say, from the side of the uh, security personnel, shooting, you know, anyhow, not minding that, you know, what they are carrying is what it can take life. Hello? Go ahead, we can hear are you. Are you hearing sir. me? Yeah, we can hear you, sir. Go ahead. So, you see, if I, it's quite unfortunate. No, that is why we. Anytime there is a problem here on the plateau, the behaviors of the security agencies, in fact, it is, it is very strange. It normally looks very strange because it's like there are some people that are more interested, not infiltrated into the you know, Nigerian army, just to come to plateau state to carry some what, you know, missions that we don't understand. I think, you know, something needs to be done. That's a nice one. Yeah, well, thank you, thank you. Hello, good evening. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Tell us your name, please. Yeah, good evening. My name is Joseph Sudo. Joseph, we're listening. Yeah. Uh, what actually happened that very day, it was it was something that even the SUG cannot control. But then, we were, we were there inside school. The, 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 the body language of the military was something that was very terrible. In fact, they chased students even up to the hostel and the twin theater, even even towards the school clinic. And also just we are shooting students directly. Some of us have to even use the trains to run here in the campus. Hello. So and they were using life bullets, seriously. In fact, we went together with the SUG leadership to ask for the senior commanding officer to see the need. Yeah, some of those soldiers we saw the brutality they were doing on the students. But they started beating us. It was it was a pathetic situation seriously. Alright, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, well zero nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight or you call zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. Hi, good evening. Thank you for calling. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Tell us your name, please. Uh, all right. Uh, we're calling from home. We're listening. Okay. Uh, I want to actually see a well done job for inviting the SCG president. But then, uh, just like some other people have said, the truth of it is the security, I mean, the government feel in protecting these same students. But then, as a student also, 
you want in I is as if the SG president not get you right I was telling them the first when they started it on Monday because I'm a student today I told them now look this thing is not done this week they said no and there wasn't in the first place there wasn't any leader you can imagine you're coming out for protest you're blocking people for passing I spoke to them I said you don't do things like that he said no we need to do it now in order for the government to hear them just like he said somebody traveling from a far distance you're asking them to change another route it is not done like that in as much as we are fighting for our own rights we shouldn't temper uh, temper on other people's rights because everybody has this right on freedom of movement i told them look it is the government let us go to the uh, government house assemble ourselves and block the gov uh, the, the governor himself since this how the thing has become they are not even allowing us to uh, finish our exams and leave the school they said no let us just do it like that so it's my own advice to the president i know he's actually the outgoing uh, president that whenever something like this is going to take place let us always have a leader because at some point i saw the way students you know students some of us just feel once it has started we take decisions on our own i told them no we don't do it like like that they said no they must do it and at some point i need to just say this youth we are fond of doing things like this is it's like if you don't get high on some drugs we we'll take some uh, uh, alcohol like that we, we cannot we cannot actually stand for our right because i saw this thing i'm just i'm saying it simply because we argued a lot on the school platform with some of the students you called me uh, like betrayer and uh, judas stuff like that i said see i'm the kind of person that works with the constitution if you are blocking the rules it means you're temporary on somebody's as far as you, you you're fighting for own rights don't temper on uh, another person's rules so that's my own advice and uh, to the students please and please it is not done like that once uh, the last thing i want to say here is the fact that some of the students You know that Yeah well this the much you can like take from you this the much you can take from you thank you thank you uh, I think as a student as well uh, was there any advice you know from anybody on blocking the road uh, because I mean like you said uh, you can't stop you know all the commuters from using is a public road and is a federal government road trunk a road uh, the road linking you know in and out of uh, Plateau state would you like to comment on well actually with what he's actually said i don't equal, i don't know whether somebody have met me for any like advice like that like i said you know it's something that even i the president too did know know at uh, on time and then it is not like a planned protest someone planned that protest no that all uh the student went to school and they discovered that uh, exam would not take place and i was called when i was at home to was called that this is what the student had started uh, agitating over that you know on before reaching to the school gate i discovered all they they moved out so it was on that point i was trying to see how i come but then I, I, the only thing we could be able to do was like okay if that's so let us see how we move and then meet the respective uh, offices so that we can be able to talk to them just as he has said here like he tried to advise and the student on the platform countered him mm. so it means uh, it's something that uh, almost everybody is fed up about that and now I, I, I it's not something that the SUG have planned it as it is but we were trying to curtail the issue by trying to tell them yeah, I, I, don't you um, put into cognizance that maybe hoodlums may take over the protests and cause mayhem on innocent commuters oh certainly of course you know for such things something like that will happen and like i said because i got report that uh, in the berkenladi campus you know that almost happened and the commu- uh, commuters were uh harassed and some of them were molested you know how true is that yeah exactly i received a call too in fact the call that i received perpetrated like, by uh, student that was what i was told okay. which i said uh, obviously it is no student it's of course loans, because yeah. it's hoodlums yeah. you know student cannot do that a student cannot that's why i said uh, uh, it's something that may have been hijacking and loaned mm. okay let's go back to the phone lines hi good evening thank you for calling yeah, good evening, Mr. Ponsak. Thank you for calling. Your guest. Tell us your name and join the conversation, please. My name is Nakurdashi. I'm calling from Kolche. Yes. Go ahead, sir. I'm also a student. I am really concerned. The issue is why must military shoot? 
why must they have to shot as at students? That is the question. Look, the human life is very, very sacred. Everybody, nobody can. We are, we are, we are not saying um, blocking the highway is is a good thing that uh, you know the student did. But the question: Who invited the military in the first place? This when 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 they attack Banta Orium or any other all the attacks that has been happening, they will tell you that they did not give them order to shoot. Who gave them order now to shoot at students? See, let let tell ourselves the truth. The the kind of a society we are living in, I I I, I can say without apology that we are living in a lawless country. I mean. We don't even have government as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but I, I will have to cut you, you know, because we have a democratically elected government at the state and federal uh, level. So uh, your claims is unfounded, yeah. They are not doing what they're supposed to do. That's why. You know, so seriously, I you, you, you have to look at what happened. And judge, both students and the union or the government, they caused this thing to the point that students, I mean, a student lost his life. Some are still in the hospital as we speak. Please, I think something has to be done. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for calling the show. I appreciate your thoughts. Oh, I got you late. Sorry about that. Zero nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight. Hi, good evening. Thank you for calling. Thanks, sir. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Thank you. This is Pastor Solomon from Kuru. Pastor Solomon, we're listening. Yeah, some of us are children of retired soldiers. And I know that soldiers are good order. Honestly speaking, it's quite disheartening when you hear some of this happening. How, I don't know whether it's a beautiful exuberant that is disturbing some of these soldiers that are coming up. You don't just shoot like that. Sometimes you hear crisis around, and they call on these people to come. They don't respond. Even when you are seeing the criminals, they don't shoot because they are waiting for order. And we are talking about students. I don't know. Something is wrong about these plateau kids. There's some, we keep losing students, either on their roads, going to another state, or in our own state. Something needs to be done. We need to sit down and discover it. It, it, it. These are not criminals. They are not criminals. They are not armed. That's you, are we in a war crisis? Are we in a war situation? These are students, for God's sake. It beats my heart. Now you can't recover that life. You can't recover it. Please let the government do something. Let the, let the security look for rubber bullets. There are better ways to handle crisis like this. It's sadly for what we see soldiers behaving in these times. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you very much, Solomon. Hi, good evening. Thank you for calling. Okay, we're listening. Okay, uh, what's going to happen? Um, I recall uh, the result of uh, the foul government. Because if I believe the government has invested so much on education, it will give room for the union to go on strike and then there will be a protest. What happened is also a foul government because for the security, to engage the students, even the students, to show that they go to the know what they are doing. That's for the school side. Because we don't know that the students have power to do. If they students they are able to do that together, I'm telling you, I start the president to, 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 to step down. Thank you. Hello. All right. Uh, uh, Jim Seth on Facebook is saying, in person, I find it hard to comprehend why the school wait to that fateful morning, knowing fully that it will stir up anger and students will surely take an action. I hope they are happy that blood and lives uh, has been involved. Godwin Ingbe Clement is saying, in addition to calling out the government, we should talk with the tertiary schools management boards for always disrupting the life of life journey uh, of our innocent youths. 
through their unending strike. Shame on all of them. Senator Dogo Nanzing is saying, uh, first, an essay to the governor said the students were hoodlums. Then the Commissioner of Information, Mr. Dan Manjang, tried to water down the report without proper investigation. And when some of us spoke against the barbaric attitude of the military, the government quickly gave the whole thing a political coloration. My message to the governor is to go and fulfill his uh, end of, uh, well, I'm still on the comment uh, from Senator Dogo Nanzing. He said, fulfill his end of the agreement he reached with the lecturers so they will return to work. Hi, good evening. Thank you for calling. Hello. Uh, this is something from ABC. Could you turn down the volume of your radio, please? Oh, it's something from ABC. We're listening. Well, I think uh, this is our security orientation. Because I see no reason why, even why the students, you can block the federal road, they're treated like uh, like criminals. If they can do this in the, you know, in the, in the, in the within the area, just uh, because uh, the federal road passes through the school, I think those guys should go and do the same, or like why is in the in San Vista Forest. Because that's where I think they should go and do carry out this public act. Yeah, well, uh, uh, thank you very much. But condescending on the military is not going to do us any good. Uh, you know, don't condescend on them. Uh, people make mistakes and make errors, but don't condescend. You know, that is my humble uh, plea. You know, it's very touching, very emotional, but, uh, well, we should be guided. Talato Gokir is saying, we really have a long way to go on the plateau. Our leaders need to look into our education seriously. Our leaders are not helping matters at the national level, and the state is also not helping. Where do we go? Charity Hali saying it's really unfortunate that peaceful students have been shot at. Our educational system is in shambles. Pam Selena is saying he admitting it can never bring the student back. May God help all the students on the plateau. Chris Chuang is saying our security personnel seem not to understand the rules of engagement. Lapshak Ghana is saying let everybody learn to accept responsibility, please. The students are wrong if really they block the road, but that does not give the, you the right as a security personnel to open fire on someone without an arm. It's totally a wrong approach. Mafat Media David is saying it's not right for the student to block the road, which uh, that's bad. Please, the government, uh, you say, uh, still on the... Okay, I'm having a little problem here. Uh, with the network. It keeps fluctuating. I don't know what the problem is. Uh, okay, Lavshag is saying, uh, oh, Mafadi is saying the government should do something about the security in the state. Samuel Abraham is saying, I think with the recent incident, the student will be scared to go back to school, which will be totally a different issue. Hi, good evening. Thank you for calling. Hello, good evening, Ponsat. Your guest is calling from uh, Rancher. Yeah. It's, really, it's really unfortunate that we don't have value for life in Nigeria. As much as I condemn how the students uh, block the way, you know, and all that, I didn't like the idea of this highway thing. Let them, let them give them some orientation on how to do peaceful demonstrations. But then that doesn't justify the shooting. Then why, where is the police? Is it that the police, the police cannot even come onto this scene? Please, uh, they are, we can handle such issues uh, better. And then uh, the government of the day, too, they should be proactive. If there are certain agreements they made with the uh, uh, you know, they, 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 should, they should also keep to it to some reasonable extent. Because if that was addressed, this protest would have happened. I get some of the time saying that he has been in one, one particular class or what? For almost three years Thank you. Uh, well, you're going to talk about the name of the student. Kitgak Shwar Wan uh, is saying, I think the continued killing of peaceful protests, protesting students should stop. The leadership of the security agencies need to act, you say. Hi, good evening. Thank you for calling. No, good evening, Thank you. For, could you turn down the volume of your radio, sir? Yeah, I just did right now. Tell us your name and join the conversation, sir. Okay, my name is Malcolm. Oh. Well, listening. Okay. Um, first of all, 
I think um, the first thing that should be done is identifying the soldier who was trigger happy and shot that student. I don't understand what's going on. Are you saying you can't find out who did that? Because once there is no equity and justice, you continue to have the same thing happen over and over again. How do you appease the parents of this child who was killed? Do you understand? Equity and justice will put an end to all this rubbish. After all, if they wanted to block the road and you see that if you have to curtail it, go and block the Secretary Junction. Divert cars. Go somewhere else. Block. Divert cars. Instead of those opening fire on students. That's my humble opinion. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you. Uh, Nabasu Kuzi Akusun Awalu is saying, isn't it now too ridiculous that two key tertiary institutions on the plateau are locked? A federal university and a state polytechnic. We only hope that we don't hear that Plasu and other colleges in the plateau will be made to follow suit. Government should change their selfish uh, agenda, you say. Well, let me come to the former ICG president, Moses williams Uh Would you like to <clears throat> tell us, I know that you mentioned the name of the student that was shot at, uh, but, uh, you know, the uh, caller before last said that uh, she joined in the program late, so just mention the name and uh, brief details about the uh, student. Okay. Like I said, uh, uh, the name of the student is uh, Buluspam. 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 And then he's a student from the Department of Metology as ND1. And he lived around, uh, that's his own home, residential home. He lived along Quata. 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 And I think this morning we extend our greetings to the family. Oh, you visited the yeah, family? visited well. the family. So uh, respond to some of the comments that uh, you've heard. Uh, some of the comments from the caller. Some are blaming you. Some are saying the military don't have any right to shoot at, you know, uh, protesters. Well, like I said, uh, of course, in as much as uh, uh, students take such actions as of that time, like I said, something must have resulted to that. And the government at some point ought to have uh, at the initial knows that uh, they ought to settle some certain things so that it no rise to any issue well uh, and as well the military at uh, they have they have they met you have they you know uh, talked to you military leadership the military did not in any in fact uh, it was uh, the the, the uh, police a uh, police uh, chief uh, police officer who was at the gate trying to address the, the students trying to address the union leaders who are there so that they can be able to see how they were engaged and see how students come it was as a result of that discussion they were having such a briefing looking at for way forward and all this and the stf arrived and then begins to you know they were trying to display and then along the way they felt and oh, yeah. that is how they began in fact they had to pull out the name tag before they started such uh, uh, they pulled down their name tags their name tags and then they started shooting and they shoot directly that is what it they means should, you know, they should you know close range of course of course that's what they have been doing yeah. actually that is wrong yeah well thank you very much sorry for your loss sorry for what happened uh moses williams vol a former sug president of palatio state polytechnic mm-hmm. i'll try to reach out to the military to get their own side of the story as well mm-hmm. uh to make uh people to you know decide on uh, mm-hmm. uh what to grapple you know with the issue mm-hmm. thank you very much thank you very much yeah this is the much we take on the show tonight. Thank you very much for your audience time. You know, I apologize if I couldn't read out your Facebook comment. Of course, network has been really shaky and uh, it's quite bit is frustrating. You know, trust me. The news will come your way top of the hour six o'clock. My name is Ponsak Fanab. Enjoy your evening and stay peaceful. Bye now. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.